Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. So I'm a father of what? I got to find a babysitter. I found Care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your child care necessities, check out Care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your child care needs. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. That's your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 Through the Fan. He is also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing great, Bobby. How about yourself? I'm doing I'm doing wonderful. Uh, I, I think we're all reaching a little bit of a Odell Beckham burnout, uh, a little bit of fatigue. Well, uh, okay, wait a minute, real quick, real quick. Yeah. All right. Is it called burnout when you're learned exactly what the situation is? is oh, I, I I think burnout just for the the discussion around it. Like we've reached a point where it's like we've talked so much about him. And I think the play, and we'll talk about this a little bit next segment. I think the players have reached a point where they're tired of being asked about it. Oh, no, I understand. And, but yeah, I understand that everybody's tired of the situation. But sure. it was like, it, it's, it was a good story. But, but what happened, what happened was what trainers and doctors around the league warned us about. Mm-hmm. Once, like, number one, who cleared this guy? And number two, What's the injury? We get to see the injury now. So, I mean, you had that moment where Jay Glazer cleared him and trainers and doctors around the league were going, who cleared him? What team cleared him? Right. We didn't clear him. You know, that's, and now we're starting to, we're starting to hear uh, that possibility of it doesn't sound good for his knee. It doesn't sound like that he is really, really ready. It sounds like that he needs more time. You know, five, six, seven, eight weeks. That's what he. That's what he's going to need. And everybody was waiting for this. And now it's like, oh, we had all this build up for this. And yeah. you know, it, it, it's a definite story because if Odell Beckham was healthy and had the opportunity, or he had rehabbed to where he was really ready, like guys like Jay Glazer said, and who later Ian Rappaport had to come out. And Adam Schefter come out and said, well, he's not ready yet, but it could be this time. He needs several more weeks. Yeah. See, what happens is we've all learned now that the knee's not right. And there's a little bit of that fatigue of, oh, okay. I asked I asked your buddy Jane Slater this question today on 105.3 The Fan. I said, do you think Jerry's disappointed? I'll ask you the same question. You think Jerry's disappointed? 
Yeah. Of the information I, 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 I think I think Jerry's massively disappointed. And I'll here. I mean, we we can just go ahead and touch on the Odell thing for this segment. I think because here here's the thing with the Odell th is that clearly the medical it came out. Doesn't have to be a full segment, but I oh, mean, no, 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 no but yeah. I no, I think I I think we I wanted to do a full segment on it. I was just thinking we do it in the next one, but I I got the ball rolling. I referenced it, and so I mean, I, I'm fine doing it now because here's the thing: is that I think it's unlikely he plays anywhere this year um, because of what he wants and and when he would be ready. Um, Micah Parsons told us today that Odell Beckham Jr. told him five more weeks. That would be basically the beginning of the playoffs, which is what Josina Anderson had been saying in the last couple days. Um, and so I think that I would say that maybe into the future it happens, but I would say for this year, I'm going to say, I don't know, 99% it doesn't happen here in Dallas. The 1% is if Jerry lets his heart overrule his head and he's just fallen in love with the player and he just kind of goes rogue. That's the one little sliver I'll give for it to happen this year. Because I think if Jerry weren't involved in this decision, I think the Cowboys would have already written this off and it would have like, like it wouldn't have even gone into a day two. Like, like I think it's, it's done. And the fact that Jerry does have such a strong, the word, it, it sounds extreme, but I, I promise you behind closed doors, this is the way to, to this is the word to use. He has an affection for that player and what he thinks that player represents and what that player could mean to the Cowboys this year, what that player could potentially mean to his own legacy post Jimmy Johnson. I, I think he he's like when, when you describe the fans and that heartbreak of like, oh, now it's not good. I think Jerry feels the same as the fan base does. Oh, sure. That yeah. So that's why I asked the question, because I think that Jerry Jones, I think the Cowboys played this one right. I'm not giving him any. Not giving them any lip from me about them doing anything wrong here. They we talked about this when it first started. You have to recruit this kid. They recruited. It started with the owner, general manager. It started with the it worked with the coach. It went with the players, locker room. Everybody started recruiting this kid. Yeah. And then and then what happened? They found out the knee's not right. So there's some natural disappointment. I think the guy that's the most disappointed is Jerry Jones because. I believe he gave Steven the the I'm not gonna say it's ultimative. I think he gave Steven the direction, like, let's see if we can get this done. Steven Jones then comes on 1053 and says, We're gonna roll up our sleeves. Every time for I've ever been around Steven Jones and he said, I'm gonna roll up my sleeves, that's like his buzz phrase to get something done. And I think that he was gonna try and get this one done for Jerry. I really, really do. But then when the medical came back, now the reality set in. Even Jerry, you know, it's about, for the, for the Cowboys, it's not about 2023 because his team, the conference, everything could be completely different. It's yeah. about right now. It's about no Aaron Rodgers. It's about San Francisco playing with a backup quarterback. It's about Tampa Bay being 6-6 six and six right now. It's about Philadelphia, who you went to Philadelphia, gave had three turnovers and almost still won that football game with a backup quarterback. You know, that's how their Jerry Jones is looking at this thing. And he's thinking Odell Beckham could have helped us. If Odell Beckham was smart, and, and he's an LSU guy, so that's in question. <laughs> I know I'm an LSU guy. Hey, so hey, hey, Jerry, it. Jerry Jones told us on Tuesday, raved about his brilliance, called it brilliance. Jerry, I mean, I, I love Odell Beckham. 
But the smartest thing Odell Beckham should do right now is that he should have signed and said, okay, I'll help you here, Jerry. Veteran minimum this year for these last four games, five games, whatever, and come and work with Britt Brown and see this this, this rehab through to the end. And see, it, we say five weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, whatever, you know, whatever number that is. Mm-hmm. Come in, take the veteran minimum, and see if Britt Brown can get you ready in three weeks. See if he can get it to the point where, hey, we're close on this. You know, you come in and you – you because we've seen what Britt Brown has been able to do with with uh, through the years of working with the Dallas Cowboys. We've seen what he's been able to do for Dak Prescott. You know, recently for Michael Gallup. You know, uh, for – Tyron Clark, Smith. Tyron Smith. Damone Clark, we've seen what he could do when he gets his hands on players. Yep. So, so if you're Odell Beckham, you're like, okay, I'll take the veteran minimum, I'll get paid, and I'll see if I can rehab this thing like it needs to be done the right way. And then, you know, and trust me, I'm not saying that the the people in New Jersey or Miami or Arizona, whoever's doing his rehab, I'm not saying they're not good people or great rehab specialist. I'm saying I know that guy in the Cowboys gets people back on the field. That's yeah. what I know. And if and if this was done when if this deal was done when Jay Glazer said it the first of November, you might have Odell Beckham ready to play right now. You might have him ready to play. My days working and taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. Which can we be, we, we can be direct about something, I think. Jay Glazer, you could consider a confidant of the of the Cowboys front office. Stephen Jones and and also the head coach, yes. Yeah. Do you think that do you think that he was telling the Cowboys a similar thing as what he said on the air? And do you think that the Cowboys, that's part of their their confidence that they started exploring it? Is they is because they may have gotten that same sort of line? No, I think they were in a situation where you know, they were coming back with their quarterback and their wide receiver room. It wasn't until everything started to be mentioned about Odell Beckham that these wide receivers start playing their ass off. You know, I mean, we, we go back and you and you and you look at that November 1st, and there was the Chicago game, and there were buys, and there were, you know, there's all Green Bay. I mean, look what look what uh look what uh uh our guy uh C.D. Lamb did to Green Bay. Look what he did after that. Buy, you know, when things started being mentioned about Odell Beck, these these receivers as a whole. And Jane Slater was on with us today on the G Bag Nation talking about that. She, that. That's a legitimate question. When it came up about Odell Beckham, all these receivers all of a sudden are like, "Yeah, we'd love to have him. Yeah, we'd love to have him. Yeah, we'd love to have him." But deep down inside, they're like, "Yeah, we need to play better here." Yeah, we need to like make more plays. The last five games, I would say it would be hard-pressed to find a better player on this football team than C.D. Lamb. 
maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the, you know, uh, maybe Pollard, maybe Pollard, but I would, you would be hard pressed to find somebody that's played better than CD lamb. Once all this Odell Beckham news started coming down the, the, down the road. So I, I, I think that, you know, I think this was a situation where they were not playing great at wide receiver. They just weren't. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, light bulb goes off or, you know, your quarterback's health starts to come back. You know, he's starting to throw the ball better. You know, it's, you know, it's, it it were, they were, he was making better decisions, better plays, you know? So I I think there's some things involved. The quarterback started playing better. The wide receivers started playing better. The offensive coordinators started calling better plays. You know, they, there's some things that have been very, very positive to the point where you're like, they really don't need Odell Beckham. But they, in my opinion, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that dumb Green Bay game when it was fourth and three. I know I keep bringing that up, but if you throw the ball to Odell Beckham four to six times a game, I guarantee you four to six of those plays are probably going to be pretty big plays. So Yeah, I, and, and I, th- I think healthy Odell Beckham still makes this team better. Sure. So I, I, I don't think it would, it would have been just a total waste if you found out he was healthy. Here's the thing that I think is interesting is because we talk about the burnout from fans and 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 some people in general at times. I think about, it's Bobby. I think it's not burnout. I think it's disappointment. I, I think, think I think it is. I think it is disappointment. I think it's also where they just kind of go like, give me like I think they're tired of the Odell Beckham like emoji tweets, and it's just like just tell there's us two something. things. There's two things. There's the people that are disappointed he wasn't healthy enough. And there's the people who didn't want him here to begin with. They're saying, I told you so. There's just that's the two lines of thoughts. You either you were on the you were on the side of bringing him here, or you're like, hey, they don't need him. You know, that's how I that's how I saw it. I, saw I, it I, think, I, think, I think there's also still a, a smaller third group, not not nearly as big as those two. I think there's also still a smaller third group, especially in the fan base, that says, I still want him. Like, still just make it work. If he can be here for the playoffs, make it. Like, I think there's still some people who are enamored with that. And I think, again, I, I don't think this is the direction it's heading, but I think there's a part of Jerry Jones that is in that third camp. Not It's not maybe his whole line of thinking, but I think there's a part of Jerry Jones internally that says, I still want him, even if it's the divisional round or whatever. I want him, well, and I really want to make it work, but I think he knows he can't. Well, overpay him then for this year, whatever you're going to get overpay him and then let Britt Brown go to work on him. That's, yep. that's, that's what I, Odell Beckham, if he really, if he really wants to play this year, you know, and have that opportunity, Britt can help him. I know that, but it also can help him for going into 2023, you know, cause he's already be ahead of the game working with one of the best rehab staffs in, in the national football league. Got a couple of quotes for you. I'm interested to, for your thoughts on this. CeeDee Lamb was on SportsCenter on Tuesday. And he was talking to Sage Steele. And Sage Steele said, you know, I have to ask you about Odell Beckham Jr., right? And he said, nah, we don't have to, but we can. And, and he kind of laughed about it. But <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott was out there doing media availability today. We said, are, are you ready to just be done with the Odell Beckham questions? And he kind of got a little irritated, and he's like, I don't care what y'all ask me. Dude, yeah. You know, I, I don't care. And then you had uh, Demarcus Lawrence, mm-hmm. who was asked today if, if he wants the Cowboys to sign Odell Beckham Jr., and Jory Epstein transcribed this. He said, it's fair to say I'm trying to reach a Super Bowl, so if he can come and help us with that, then yes, I'll accept him. 
But if we're just going to do the circus, no, I don't. And my question now is, we talk about the, you know, you think you don't think it's just burnout. You think it's more disappointment. Yeah. Do you think that disappointment extends to those players? I think the players are disappointed because they held out some hope that he would be here. And then it turned into disappointment when they knew that this guy ain't ready to play. He ain't ready to help us. We got to move on. That's where I think they're at. I think there was some legitimate, hey, let's go. Let's recruit. Let's do what we have to do because they know the player. And then the realization set in is this guy's five weeks away. Come on, man. Can't have that. That's where I think they're at. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.